Hello and welcome to the not pre-recorded introduction to What a Terrible Idea. It's concurrently recorded at the same time. So Tom and Ali are here, but they're going to stay quiet while I do the introduction. Uh, today's episode is superb and very clickbaity. Uh, marathon running. What a terrible idea. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Amy's not here because otherwise you wouldn't be allowed to record this episode. Um, we could lock her at the house like we do with waffles. Yes, we could put her in the cage with waffles. <laughs> Although I think that people might have an issue with me locking my girlfriend in a cage. Only some people. <laughs> I think most. <laughs> and likely so, probably. Yeah, by definition, <laughs> some. <laughs> um, you're supposed to be being quiet, actually. <laughs> uh, so, before we go into the episode... A um, couple of things to keep you abreast of all things hybrid. We are in the middle of test week and it is going excellently. I think two people have finished test week, rushed along and are having their nonaguns sent to them very soon, which is very exciting. Um, if you want to drop us a message, there might just be time for you to catch play catch up with hybrid test week and get your very own nonagun. So if you want to do that, then get in touch ASAP. Uh, this weekend, we are on our way up to Hull to see Jay Bell in Proactive Fitness to run a workshop up there. And I think we've still got a couple of spaces on the workshop if you would like to learn to do some handstands and how to just generally incorporate handstands, bodyweight skills and mobility into your own training. Uh, we've run the workshop a couple of times now. Um, ran it in London in W10 last weekend with Tom and that was went down excellently there. So um, if you fancy doing the handstand, jump aboard that. Or if Hull is a little bit too far afield for you, then we are also running a workshop in Shropshire on the 1st of June, Tom, 1st of June, excellent, um, in Mefit in Shropshire. So give us a message as well if you would like to jump on that. Uh, apart from that, ooh, one more thing, hybrid shred, Summer Shred kicks off on Saturday the 4th of May, so you still have four days to sign up for that. Uh, we've gone over the Shred a little bit before on the podcast, but we've had some excellent results on it before, and not just in terms of dropping body fat, but in terms of people's performance on squats and like their big lifts going up, as well as some really, really good progress on handstands and bodyweight skills. So if you're feeling a bit sort of meh, with your training at the moment, um, fancy sort of learning to love training again, starting to do some cool stuff, looking good in speedos on the beach in summer, then maybe give us a message because it does all those things. I don't think there's another program out there that does, to be honest. So I think that is a pretty comprehensive roundup of all things hybrid to date. Um, so here we go on with the episode. Mouth and running, what a terrible idea. And are you going to send us away with some facts, Dio? I am, start yeah. us with some facts? So, some London marathon facts, because I was in London for the marathon on Saturday. Running? Very, huh? Running? God, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was very, very excellent. It's, uh, it is actually such a cool event. I've seen two, saw New York marathon last November and London on Saturday, and they are excellent, like, the whole city sort of watching people run it is actually really really cool like watching just sort of celebrating fitness yeah. on that scale it's just like really really fun for like festival atmosphere i think that's like one of the best things about it is just like seeing so many people celebrate 
bit nice, even though a lot of them don't know they're doing it. Really. It is the, the atmosphere that like runners do create, or people just going to watch yeah. is unbelievable. Any like it, whether it's a half marathon, full marathon, even like the ten k's and stuff, they're yeah. just it's and even fun. like park runs, it's just, it's just brilliant. And also, what I think is particularly nice about it is just seeing like the range of people. It's such a nice thing, I think, that people can um, like enter and actually run the same race as people that are running like world record times mm-hmm. is actually like really sick like yeah so for, for like literally everyday completely amateur like runners can run the same race as like kipchoge and mofa and stuff is actually like it's so cool mm. it's like literally one of the best things about yeah. running it like the yeah. like how inclusive it is like literally all you, like there's no barrier to entry if you want to run but it does have its downsides because <laughs> in its 38 year history <laughs> over a million people have completed the london marathon Twelve of them died. It's actually a lot less. Than yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ali and Tom thought like three hundred and fifty people had died. Well, the Sun seemed to think that zero point eight people per every thousand died. No, hundred thousand. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, is about right then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For hundred thousand. Yeah, for hundred thousand. That's pretty good. That's a good stat. That yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. It's, um, safer than childbirth. It's safer Gosh. than safer than child. I think I'll give it a go instead of giving it a trial. What's the stats on childbirth? Higher, higher. higher. Than that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like. That's what the Wikipedia oh, told me. I didn't like independent. We should. Um, we should do like a, what's that Bruce Forsyth game? Higher or lower? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it literally called higher yeah. or lower? The voice is right. The voice is right. There you go. You should play that, but for uh, deaths in fitness. <laughs> God. <laughs> Very morbid. It is. Deaths in fitness. <laughs> we'll um, maybe save that for fact of the day next week. Okay. Um, so, running a marathon. Terrible idea, isn't it? Are we gonna... No more facts. Oh, okay. Well, you. I'll, I'll just pepper the facts in as we go. <laughs> okay, right, yeah. <laughs> Litter them in as, we, as, yeah, yeah, yeah. as they're relevant. Keep people listening. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll just listen to the facts and then go. That's all people really want is the facts. Yeah, the facts today is the most important part. So they're not finished yet. They're still coming, but you've got to carry Ooh. on listening. <laughs> One of my clients, Kaylee, um, she uh, she loves running. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she was saying she's taken nothing away from the podcast except the facts. <laughs> She's learnt nothing except what happened in Sparta. So well, she'll learn even less in this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Well, at least she got something out of it. But hopefully, yeah, exactly. hopefully, people have got more than just the facts out of the podcast. Yeah. If you have, it'd be nice, nice to hear from you. <laughs> also, is that how you introduce it all the time? Was it just because the, the podcast is on when in? Always, normally, normally, this I is actually, my friend, my client Kaylee. She normally, loves running. Normally, I say this is Kaylee. She's very small. <laughs> but she's very strong. I suppose we always introduce pe- uh, B to people as this is B. She's very strong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Need some defining characteristics. Yeah. And what do you'll... you think you would introduce yourself as? Um, I don't know actually. <laughs> <laughs> How would you introduce Tom? This is Tom. He has a nice smile. Oh, thanks, mate. That's good. How would you introduce me? Um. <laughs> this is hard. This is Die. He gives excellent hugs. He does give good hugs. That's not how I'd introduce you, though. No? He has nice eyes. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Mm. Do have nice eyes. I don't think there's some more funny <laughs> things to say, but <laughs> I told you I'm not having a very funny day today. Oh, yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah. Mm. Do you think, maybe we could ask the listeners, do you ever have days where you feel funny and then days where you feel less funny? Ali was wondering, because he said he wasn't going to be very good at podcasting today because he doesn't feel very funny. Because mm. <laughs> that's a very unfunny smile and you just yeah, as well. You look quite sad, mate. Mm. Maybe that's why you don't feel very funny. I was thinking that in the bathroom. Really? <laughs> <laughs> maybe you only yeah. are funny when you're not, not sad. Maybe you're in an extra good mood. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Anyway. Anyway. Back to marathons. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. I would actually hate to run a marathon. Ma- running a marathon is so far. Like, it's it's over twice as far as an already too far distance. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually exactly twice as far as a half marathon. It is. Which was quite far. It's I already probably too far to run. Interestingly, just to caveat this whole podcast, <laughs> I'm doing a marathon. So. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> Like, and Ali is very tempted to do it as well. Yeah, very tempted. Really? It's way too far. You're though. not persuading me to do it. I think Tom's, my knees will fall Tom's off. Tom's not mm. tempted. No. My hip might fall off. Yeah. I don't, I don't Which is ironic because Tom's the best runner of the three of mm. us. Maybe at the moment. Not. Yeah. I not. was alright at the end of last summer. Yeah. You, then, you were both better than me last summer. Mm. That's because we did it more. Funny yeah. that, isn't it? It's weird. <laughs> it's funny how practice is actually better. Yeah. Right. So. Tom, you're the one with the list that is going to keep us from going off on tangents. Marathon running, terrible idea because, point number one. There's so many injuries when you're trying to run a marathon. So both like both in the training and also during the actual race. But anything that you do that is that repetitive, if you don't build up the volume that you're doing very, very slowly, it's going to, like, you're going to get injured. Like... It's it's just going to happen, and most people, obviously, they go they go from doing some some people go from doing nothing to doing a marathon. It's like that's a crazy, crazy, crazy increase in volume over a short period of time. Particularly if they try and just jump onto like a sixteen week marathon training plan. Mm-hmm. Also, according to the Suns website, sixty five to eighty percent of runners in training for a marathon will sustain an injury, which is a staggering amount of. People. But like it, that is. Yeah, but if you think like definitely every, one or two who, people who who run a marathon yeah. have an injury, like whether that whether sort it's tendinosis or yeah, like whether it's during the run, whether and like I mean, an injury can range from like like a blister on your toe, all the way to like Amy being out for six months. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But like um, and they're obviously ones that you can just run through. But you're gonna find yourself in a decent chunk of pain. Not just like muscular pain, but like joint pain, or the, the chances are really, really high that you'll you, you, you'll have niggles a lot of the time when you run, and a lot. And so that if you want to accept that, like that's fine. But there's there's a lot of other things you can do which don't cause like long term injuries or like you to be in a decent chunk of pain that are still like really fun to do. And a marathon is just so far that in a lot of cases. For people who aren't like excellent at running, let's say you're going to run um, like a half marathon might take someone three hours, let's say. The same time it might take someone who's quite decent at running to run a marathon. So that half marathon for that person is literally as hard, probably if not harder, 
um, in terms of like RPE and like well, like so that's rate of perceived exertion, how hard they find it. Um, they'll probably find it harder than the person who's running a quick marathon because they are less fit overall. So every minute of exercise for them is harder than every minute of exercise for someone who's got loads of exercise experience. Um, and that's just on a half marathon. Like it's such a massive distance that those guys that run a marathon for like five hours, it's so long to do exercise for. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's it's so such long. an enormous amount of time to do exercise for. You couldn't expect someone who's really, really, really fit to run for five hours. Mm. Yeah. That's when we get to like ultra marathons, which are just like ridiculous. They're a ridiculous idea. What's worse than terrible? Just atrocious. Stupid. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a special episode called What an Atrocious Idea Ultra Marathons Are. Yeah, special. Do you want to just go into like why injuries are so prevalent in running specifically over kind of other activities? Yeah, well, I mean, um, the fact that it's the, the repetitive nature of running means Especially that you're doing... when training for marathons, yeah. so you're generally on a road as well. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So you're doing the same movement over and over again, um, and every time you land, you're sending like a pretty enormous amount of um, impact through each joint. Re- just constantly, 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 which is like in some regards quite good for overall bone health. You want to have some sort of impact, but when you're doing it for like literally hours a week, hours and end a week, the the amount of force that you've got to tolerate is is so high that you almost certainly will end up with some sort of like joint pain at some point throughout that um, I think training like program. Injuries with running are. Like generally, it's gonna be some sort of like tendon injury, mm-hmm. some sort of like tendinosis, um, or like like joint injuries. And the biggest factor, especially in like tendon injuries, is exposure to too much volume too soon. Mm-hmm. So marathons, if you're an experienced runner, you've run since you were like little, and you're well accustomed to running, like building up to doing a marathon if you wanted to. Is, is fine you're like used to those joint forces you can progress your training and it's fine but a lot of people like pick a marathon as they're almost like they're jumping off point so they haven't done much fitness really or running beforehand and they're like well I'm going to do a marathon and all of a sudden they start training for it and that volume of training just jumps up so quickly that they almost have injuries straight off the yeah. bat and then it, the whole the whole process of training for a marathon is just training through injuries and making it worse and worse and worse and that's where like um, your bones and like joints they adapt so much slower than like your aerobic system and your muscles do. So you can get like really fit um, and like able to handle a lot like let's say faster running before you're, you've sort of got the joint tolerance to do so. And so you almost will certainly if you just go straight into a full marathon. And that's like your, I'm just going to run a marathon and then you start like a 16 week program. It, the volume is going to jump up so high, you may actually have the physical capacity to do it. Like if you're on a bike, you would just do the work. Yeah. But by virtue of the fact that you've got, a, your joints have got to take each impact, you probably will have some sort of like tendinosis injury um, at some point. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to play devil's advocate for a second. Mm -hmm. I actually think sometimes setting yourself a really sort of hard goal like a marathon 
is the kickstart that some people need to get out and do stuff. But obviously saying that you have to like, if you if you're going from doing nothing to wanting to do that, probably don't book it in the same year that you plan to do it, maybe like a year or two down the line and actually sort of plan your goals properly rather than just jump in and be like, oh, four months time, I'm going yeah. to do London Marathon as at like a New Year's resolution. Because I think sometimes having that, that goal of something like that is going to be really hard forces you to actually get out, like it gives you the accountability to do the training. Whereas sometimes when it's at like a lesser goal, mm. you maybe you maybe don't do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, that, like, but like you just laid that out in a manner that's like very, very clever programming wise. Yeah. Have this two year pro plan where you want to run a marathon and then you I have your short term goals on the way of like a five K, a ten K, mm. a half marathon. Like two years is a year a year, two years is plenty of time. Yeah. Um but like four to six months simply is not. Yeah. I think it sort of goes back to like Ali was saying some um, some people going into marathons and I, I, I don't want anyone to think that we're sort of like belittling what they accomplish. Like it takes you a long time to run a marathon, but probably if it's going to be taking you like five hours to run a marathon, for in t- from the terms of like a purely like how good it is for your body, yeah, you'd be much better off focusing on getting your times down for like five k's, ten k's, halves, and then building up to running a marathon when it's appropriate to do it. And it's, mm-hmm. You're not just going to sort of shuffle around a marathon doing all this damage to yourself. For five hours so you could have spent a little bit longer getting there and then run a sort of a much quicker more quality marathon i think in terms of kind of overall kind of health and longevity like i said like running is great for building sort of cardiovascular fitness and building to a certain extent a little bit of um kind of like bone health and, and mus- muscular strength as well but in terms of health if you only run and you build up to do that from nothing without doing any kind of strength training or anything like that chances are that's going to have a negative impact on your health rather than a positive impact just because you'll end up be it like injuring yourself or causing long-term damage that like it, it might not be immediate but it might be like five ten years down the line like your knees and ankles are just completely shot yeah well you might you might get to a point where you found something you really say say you started running you really really liked it and then you, you actually almost shoot yourself in the foot because you can't carry on running because you sort of rushed into it yeah um, yeah, yeah. Another, another, another reason we decided that running a marathon is a terrible idea is because the training is hard, hard, and quite often a bit silly. Yeah, very, very hard. <laughs> you, you've got to work quite a lot, don't you, to do you that? You do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing is, what about do you know the, about running plans? Eh? Well, most running plans are all running. They don't include any other like, um, <clears throat> like supplementary. Yeah, right? like you could, because when you think about the the joint actions you get in a when you run, especially when you run long distance, you're hardly going through any range in any joint except maybe your ankle. So like you're not really going through much range in in your knee, not really going through much in your hip. So if that's all you're doing, then both those joints that are your main movers for running are getting nowhere near enough work and they could be getting a lot more um could we could be building a much like much better structure around those areas to to make your running faster more efficient also like we were saying every time you take a a step when you run you have to deal with those joint forces so you could easily just go okay what am i actually running for 
I'm trying to a get better running and b improve my aerobic like my aerobic base, my, the the amount of um, oxygen I get around my body efficiently essentially. So you could just replace one run for like some cycling or some swimming or even like some some sort of like circuit-based training, like some metabolic conditioning in the gym or something like that, that would A, keep you a bit more probably interested in your training overall, and B, probably have a better impact um, over the course of that whole program because it removes a little bit of that extra, um, well, you take a few miles away from the road so you can stay a bit less injured um, and you get all the positive benefits of some resistance training and the aerobic base that you're trying to build anyway. Yeah. I think I think with strength training it's really important and just like to kind of analogize that a little bit if if your base level of strength is 100 and running requires a strength of 80 out of 100 that's going to be quite hard whereas if you increase your maximum level of strength to 150 and your running is still at that strength level of 80 obviously it's not going to carry over completely but it just it actually makes running much more efficient and much easier for you What's at that level. level? <laughs> 3,000. Mm. 3,000. I think that's about right. Tom has a very high strength level. So running must be so easy for you if it's 80. Yeah. Did yeah. you say 3,000? Because that's how much uh, Tony Stark's daughter loves Oh, maybe him. actually. <laughs> I don't know. You're just giving me spoilers for... You've not seen Endgame, have you? No, don't say anything. <laughs> that last bit had Endgame spoilers in it. Soz. <laughs> in the first five minutes, Tony Stark's daughter says she loves him 3,000. I thought that's not really much of a spoiler. It's just no. really cute. It's not, yeah. I feel like you haven't destroyed no. the whole thing. Um, I'm still annoyed at you a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I want to say some more bits. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I don't want it. Please don't. Should we instead talk about why running is excellent? Yeah, for sure. Um, have we I got think, through I think all the terrible reasons? Going yeah. back to like the training plans and why they might not be the best idea. Um a lot of the times, if, if someone hasn't done much before and they've come in at this, like, say, slightly later in life, then you're actually going to run better by not just running. Like, mm -hmm. your, your running will definitely be improved from the very start if you started doing, like, yeah. a couple of gym sessions, like, two, three, four body strength sessions a week and two runs a week. Mm -hmm. Your running will improve so much faster, you'll be less injured than if you tried to run every day. Absolutely. Like, it's just a like if, if you want to be a good runner, you most people I know that are runners should probably run a bit less yeah. to improve their running. For sure. And that's not coming out from the point of view of like we're not trying to get in the way of like people who actually program like proper running plans and stuff. But like for most people coming from like sort of couch to five K and they literally just start running off the bat with no sort of um, thought to like movement quality or anything they literally just go and start running they'd be so much better off going to a, a gym and like doing a really well programmed full body session a couple of times a week and then running a couple of times a week it's, it's a little bit of a stereotype but I'm going to say it anyway I think runners generally the the biggest thing they care about is volume yeah um, so more volume in their eyes is better yeah it's almost always like when you talk to runners about their plans it'll be like I've got to do like more mileage, more mileage, more mileage, more mileage to prepare for the marathon. Yeah, and they're always, they, they would like literally say, oh, I'm running 20 miles a week. I'm running 25 miles a week. It's like they'll give you their training as their total mileage for the week as opposed to anything else, which is obviously really relevant because that's how much volume they're doing. Yeah. But like 
it's like saying I'm doing three thousand kilos this week. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm doing three thousand kilos. Although I have actually seen people on Instagram like post their total weekly volume in the gym. Mm. I've seen that. It is. If so that's cheap, fucking mind boggling. Like, what do you think? <laughs> like, did you do three thousand kilos of like cable push down <laughs> or squats? Like, you knobhead, what are you trying to tell me? <laughs> It's stupid. Yeah. That makes me so mad. Uh-huh. Segwaying a little bit then. If, if you guys are going to do the marathon, how are you going to train for it? Uh, one long run a week um, and then one fast run a week, I think-ish. Something like that. So yeah. Two, 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 and then like a... Two to three runs a week. An aerobic session, probably maybe on the bike or like... Yeah. Like for... I'll probably cycle, cycle to and from work. Also, I, I feel like it's weird saying like for us... Potentially, a lot of those issues are slightly magnified with running purely because a lot of people who start running aren't actually 100 kilos, mm-hmm. like 90 to 100 kilos. So, for us, a lot of it will be like really trying to minimize getting time on our feet, but minimizing um, those joint forces because both of us would like knee surgeries, yeah, probably actually potentially not in the best place to run yeah. a marathon. Yeah, I did 10 12k yesterday, my hip was like felt like it was. Like made of glass, glass it, yeah. it was <laughs> a nice feeling and it? it was going to shatter for about eight of them my, um, <laughs> brilliant my nan recently broke her hip and that's how she said her hip feels excellent <laughs> that's nasty there's no it? reason that my hip should feel so fit either <laughs> it's like it's fine I've done nothing to that hip throughout my life uh, but then equally sort of against that point with like runners and how they train stupidly sometimes I also think that's one of the best things about running is like that barrier to entry is so low. Yeah. It's fucking excellent. Don't really even need like literally like a pair of trainers. Like yeah. I think walk that out is... of your door and start running. I fucking love how simple yeah. and how easy that is for people. I think that is one of the things that um, it's, it makes running so brilliant, but also so um, so terrible as well because, because it's so accessible mm. and you have a body... And if your body is, well, like if, if, if you've got, like, you're able to run, um, in your head you're like, I should be able to run immediately. And it's, 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 it's like um, a lot of clients who do some bodyweight stuff, like press-ups or pull-ups, especially women, they get really upset when they can't do it, like, straight away. And you're like, if I said to you, put 100 kilos on your back and squat, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't even put it on your back. But then you wouldn't say, "Oh well, squatting twenty kilos is pointless." Yeah. But that's exactly the, that's exactly what it is. Like your do your your body isn't. If you're using body weight for an exercise, whether that's running or press ups or whatever, um, it should still be at your relative intensity level, just like it is when you use any sort of barbell, any sort of kettlebell or whatever. You choose a a load or an exercise that is relevant to you and your specific needs at that time. And so because running is so accessible and you can get a couch to 5K on your phone and just go and do it, which is brilliant, it does mean that people who struggle with that feel really beaten up and they feel really deflated and it's okay to not be in a position to run straight away. Like It's okay to build a really excellent base first because running is really hard and if you haven't done it since you were a kid or you haven't done it for 15 years, it's probably a, the, not the best idea to go straight into it. You want to build like a decent aerobic base first. You want to build a decent level of strength first. You want to do, build decent joint um, tolerance first and then potentially go into it afterwards. Yeah. And that's what like we want to... Hybrid is all about, especially the online program, is like it's about creating a, 
of a body that is able to do everything, play whatever, whenever, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And not just like specialize in one thing or like be be good at running, but also be great under a barbell, but also be great on your hands. Also, just be able to do when when you want to play rounders, you can just play. When you want to play football, you can just play. Like just be able to do everything all the time. Yeah, yeah. it's just like about removing those physical barriers to pretty much anything. So that obviously, like skill components of new sports and stuff aside, there's no reason you should be uncomfortable going and just doing anything. Mm-hmm. So running a five k, a ten k, should should be well within your wheelhouse after like a few months on the hybrid plan. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I think like the like I was saying, sort of physical freedom is actually so so important. And I I literally used to hate running like all yeah. of the time and now it's I, I really like just the freedom of being able to go like it, like you said just literally all you need to do is put trainers on go out the door and you can either just go for a run for, for yeah. a run or it can be go for a run to the park so you can do some bodyweight stuff which we quite often do or if you're away on a, like a long weekend somewhere you can literally just get up go out the door and just kind of go exploring and it's really nice to be able to do that as a run because you get to see so much more yeah, of the yeah. city or wherever you are. Um, and for that to not feel like a massive chore mm. or like really horrible to do, it's just such an unbelievable feeling. Yeah. I think like we've spent so long like slating running, <laughs> but actually we all love it. And I think it's only only from like last summer that I started to actually really enjoy running. Because I think always, like Tom, the only exposure I had to running before was like, playing rugby I never went for a run I just like absolutely fucking hate it throughout the whole time I played rugby I hated running yeah, like yeah. E- e- even when I was really fit playing rugby like to the thought of going out the door and going for a run for like half hour I was like I'm not doing yeah. it because I dislike doing this so much mm-hmm. but just like the freedom I had last summer when, we, when we'd like actually been running for a few months I think it was like one day I went for a run with Ali up to the downs and we just mm. ended up doing like a 15k run in like was it like an hour and a quarter or something yeah, like that? It didn't even like notice it, did we? And it was like, it was so fun. Mm-hmm. The weather was beautiful, like running on the downs, seeing the bridge and stuff. And we stopped a few times, did some handstands. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you could never have done, seen all that stuff in an hour if you were walking no. about. It was just like a really nice way to spend a morning with your mate. Yeah, it? definitely. I think that's the biggest thing is like, um, people always see running as a chore. Well, well not always, but like, it's a, a thing that has to be done and it has to be quite hard. Like one of what a lot of my clients always say to me, like, um, "Oh, whenever I go for a run, I hate it because I can't breathe." And it's like, "Yeah, because you're just running too quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you, you're just running at a, an intensity level that's too fast. You can't maintain it. So that's why it feels horrible. That's why it feels really, really hard. It's completely cool to go for a run and find it easy. Yeah, it's really okay to go for a run and go and do twenty minutes, thirty minutes, and go get back and go. Oh, that's all right. You haven't got to get back and be like." fucked whenever you run well and to be honest like so one of the main reasons that, that running would be good for you from like a health point of view is it improves your cardiovascular fitness you'll get better cardiovascular uh, adaptations if you run at a lower intensity mm-hmm. if you run too hard you will not adapt like drive the same adaptation so drive like running too fast is actively yeah. not going to increase your cardiovascular fitness as well as like just spending a longer time running at a lower intensity mm-hmm. and, and and that if you go like it's it's about like your perception of sort of why you're running, I think, and that's where like die you sort of sw- your mind switched that last summer, and me too to be fair. 
Like, you, when you go for a walk with your mates or with your mum or whatever, like, you're just going for a walk for the sake of going for a walk and exploring. And when you go for a run, like, you sort of lose that idea that I'm just going out to be outside and chat to my mate. But I want to do more things than just walk because personally, for me, I find walking really boring. Yeah, because you don't walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I'd much prefer to go for a ten k slow run with yeah. someone and talk the whole way than a three or four k walk and talk the whole way. That I would just I prefer like to do that. Last summer we started talking about it. it's more like the cyclists do it really well. Yeah, don't they? they'll go out for a ride, like a long ride mm-hmm. on a Sunday morning, and they'll stop off two or three times and have like coffee, and it's just like. It's a much nicer thing, whereas runners generally like go for a run, uh-huh. and then like once the run's done, then you can do other stuff. Mm-hmm. But you'd never like stop and have a coffee yeah. mid run, and it's just like starting to view it more as like just like the mode of transport mm-hmm. you happen to be using, and you can just get more accomplished than you can if you went for a walk. Yeah, it's definitely quite a nice way of thinking about it. Well, that's what we did in Rome really well. It's like we literally would get up in the morning, um, and we'd be like, right, we want to see this site, this site, this site, and it might be like. 12 or 13k or something and so you'd run to that site look around it have some coffee right next site run to that site look around it have some coffee run to the next <laughs> site and in, and your, in your literally a morning increases as you go because you're just drinking more yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've literally done like you've explored almost a whole city within like two or yeah. three hours um done all your training that you need to do that day and you've just like spent you know, two hours essentially just chatting to your mates, looking at excellent things, and it's and if you didn't run, like you wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, nope. Like you and literally you can't cover that. Then, yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, you literally yeah. couldn't cover <laughs> that distance on foot. Nope. Um, yeah. or see as many things. So it's it's an excellent way to get around, and like when you can start seeing running as just just a way of um, playing almost, it makes it unbelievable. Excellent way to see new cities. It is yeah. the best way. Yeah, and just a, like a really not, like in the summer, it's so nice to be able to go out for a run with your mates or mm-hmm. that sort of thing without it feeling like a chore. It's like it's just so nice just to spend that time outside, and obviously you get you get some of the benefits of like additional like cardiovascular fitness yeah. and all that sort of stuff as well, and use some energy, do some movement. But it's just like it's so kind of health promoting as well. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably the um, the biggest piece of advice though I'd give anyone is do it with a friend mm. like I think that's probably why I hated running so much so much before I'd always like go and do it on my own as like go for a training run like, like to help with rugby or whatever and it would just be like miserable on your own yeah it's like doing things with your mates is so much more fun yeah and there's that there is actually so many sort of excellent communities based around running like park yeah. run is like unbelievable oh, park run is superb isn't it it's like such a nice idea it's so cool, like a massive group of people just going and like spending Saturday morning running. Yeah, is excellent. Yeah, it's lush. It's Mass- like everything like hybrid is is about mm-hmm. really is like yeah, definitely. I think you get outside, excellent for your health to get outside in the morning, mm-hmm. spend time with your mates, excellent for your mental health and physical health. Like mm-hmm. all these things that like Tom said, like sounds a bit sort of wanky, but there's probably not much you could do that's better for your health in, in one go than go for a run outside with your mate. Mm-hmm. And that's again where like it's okay to not have the to not have the goal of running a marathon. Like mm. a goal of a 5k is an excellent goal and just doing I'm going to do 15 5k's over the course of the year. 
like or 15 park runs over the course of a year is an excellent like and just get a bit better at those and then maybe move on to 10k's and just because 10k's is a, is, is a brilliant distance there's loads of really really big um excellently organized city 10k's which have exactly the same atmosphere as like a marathon or a half yeah. marathon and if you just get really good at running 10k's you will literally have it in your locker to turn up and do a half marathon. Yeah. Turn up and run a marathon. Do you know what I mean? Like you can, you could, if you just, if you just focus on that distance, um, rather than always needing to go further and further and further and further. Yeah. Because you just, I have a lot of clients that run as well, and every time they achieve a distance, their goal is to go further, and it's like that's excellent. But you, why don't you just focus on running a bit faster at the distance you've just completed? Like you haven't always got to like spend more time running. Spend because a marathon is a, you've got to find a lot of time to run your training. Whereas like ten k's, you can do most of your training in thirty to sixty minute runs. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people, particularly like if they do running and other training as well, they're like, oh, I want to do like they've done their ten k, they want to do a half marathon, but they don't think about like the other training they've been doing will probably suffer as a result of adding more running in. Um, both from a time perspective, but also just like from a recovery perspective as well. Like me personally, I've got no desire to run any further than ten k. <laughs> <laughs> like I might, I might push to twelve or thirteen if we're doing it with like with a few coffee stops. But yeah. like I'll, I'll happily run ten k. But I, I really do not want to run a half marathon or marathon. I think ten k, like it, it really is like it's such a lush distance. It's really achievable for most people to be able to build up to like one ten k in like about an hour yeah really nice achievable goal run like a really nice quality 10k in sub 60 minutes and there's so much you can then do with that that amount of fitness yeah. like 10k is far like you can you can like go around loads of a city if mm-hmm. you can comfortably run a 10k you can explore like loads of places you can play all the games play yeah. all the games <laughs> and probably not do yourself as much damage as yeah. a marathon you literally will because you can your training walks won't suffer as a result of other training walks. So you'll still have enough time in your in your week to actually apply yourself to other training modalities rather than just needing to run all the time. For sure. For sure. Uh, I, think, I think that's all we've got to say, isn't it? a bit of an impact. <laughs> yeah. How would you summarise that episode, DL? Run in. Awful idea. Do more of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it's just be sensible around how much you do and don't always feel like you've got to go further and further and further. It's okay to just be like, oh, I completed a 5K. Class, I'm just going to do another one and just try and go a bit faster or try and do the same pace and just chat to someone around or like try and get a friend to drag on a friend along with me or something rather than always feeling the need to go further. Yeah, you get loads of accomplishment out of completing a half marathon or completing a marathon or whatever, but just bear in mind that if your total time is a lot um, versus someone else who's running it a lot faster than you, it's really okay to run a less distance at that same time because that's just as hard and it's just as much of an achievement. Yeah. Like it really, really is. Doing something that's hard for an hour regardless of how far you go. Like like, like the London, like what's that um, city run in London? Yeah. That's Do laps of a course for an hour and that's how far you go. That's an excellent idea. That's yeah. such a good event. That is, it? It's brilliant. Like everyone runs together. You do 
So this, for those that know, it's a, it's a run in London, and they just do it's a one mile loop. Yeah, one mile loop around St Paul's Cathedral. And you I just do the format anywhere else, but it's a, such yeah. a good idea. And you just for an hour, you run as far as you can in an hour. What a brilliant idea! Mm. Get the same like you literally can. Everyone can run together pretty much, and you try hard for an hour. Doesn't matter how far you go, you try hard for an hour. Yeah. That's a brilliant, brilliant running event. Sure. Hybrid run series. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, circuit. It's an excellent idea. It is yeah. fast, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's great because you can, you, you like, I don't know why that format isn't like more widely used because it's, it's such a good idea. You like, in terms of logistics, it must be much easier to organise uh-huh. as well. But yeah, the, and the atmosphere because you've always got this, you're always running with people all the time as opposed to like, just being like yep. left behind. Yeah, you can run as of all abilities all the time, like circulating. It's really cool. But I think that it literally the reason it isn't popular is because people get pigeonholed into thinking yeah, that yeah. a certain distance is the success. It is the achievement. Yeah. It's like no, you ju- the achievement is just turning up and and and, and playing. Like the like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it, yeah. You should, like a five k is as much of an achievement as a ten k, which is as much of an achievement as anything else. Yeah. Well, like we always sort of laugh a bit, don't we? But it's when people keep doing those more and more extreme events or mm-hmm. extreme like further distances like I'm going to do an ultra I'm going to do 50 yeah. 100 I'm going to do an Ironman and then you ask them why <laughs> and the answer is because I want to see if I can do it well <laughs> you could walk it like you you know you can do it yeah you know you can do it that's not to take it anything away from people that, like I'm sure it's hard but of course you can do it yeah absolutely you can definitely do it but it's far more impressive to me if someone ran like a sub forty minute ten k than someone who took like a day to run to do like a hundred miles or whatever in an ultra. Absolutely, it's because you you have to run really really well to run a solid yeah. sub forty ten k, and you probably have damaged yourself so much yeah. less in your training. <laughs> yeah, for absolutely, that. and it also sort of like if you're if you run one distance and then have to go further and have to go further and have to go further, in your head you're saying. Oh, the last thing I achieved wasn't really that important. Actually, it's po- it's a bit shit running 10k. It's only an achievement to me if I run 20, and then you run 20 and you're like, oh, it's only an achievement to me if I run 40, and then you run 40. Like, oh, I, c- I could I could do that. I might as well run 80. And it's like, at what point do you go? Actually, I've done a really good job. Pat yourself on the back and just go. I'm just going to try to just do just do it faster, rather than always feeling the need to go like further and further and further. Yeah. And if you run those those long distances quite quick, then like that's incredible. But if you're just literally like plodding around, feeling fucked for ten hours, like don't make it so hard on yourself. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't need to be that hard. Doesn't need to be that hard. Enjoy your training. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that's everything. Mm. Yeah. Uh, if you have any suggestions for topics you would like to hear us tell you why they're awful then please send them in <laughs> um, also please rate us five stars share us with your friends especially the runners because I'm sure they'll enjoy this episode yep the runners especially. are going to love this one yeah <laughs> especially Kaylee. <laughs> yeah because you mentioned her and said she's small exactly and loves running and loves running <laughs> uh, and that's everything we'll see you next week see you next week guys Bye-bye.